welcome to the Church Collective Podcast, and we have a fantastic guest with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Too kind. Who's that fantastic? Where, where are they? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's talking about me. So nice. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> My name's John. Uh, I'm a new member of the team at Church Collective. Uh, I'm an ordinand, which is a posh word for vicar in training. So, um, you know, learning the ropes from Simon here uh, along the way. Um, great to be with you today. Uh, excited to get cracking. Fab. So today we are continuing our uh, sort of mini-series on our values at Church Collective. This is the third one in our series. The first one was around uh, we invite everyone to play their part, which is the first part of our values. Please do go and listen to that if you haven't. And the last one we did was the first one looking at what it is to worship creatively. And if you cast your mind back, if you listen to that, Mark and I were discussing kind of the theological grounding behind worship creatively, looking at the language of worship is about God, to God and for God. And today we're going to sort of continue that conversation, John and I, um, but we're thinking particularly around worship, justice, other creative ways of worshipping, of which John's going to really speak into that. But John. Hello. Hello. You want to play a game, don't you? Yeah, so, guys... Um, <laughs> Can I just say, we haven't played a game yet on the podcast. Yeah, so we, we have no idea what's about to happen. I'm, I'm nervous, but excited. Simon only heard about this game literally 15 minutes ago. So... Um, Come on, let's go. What game, we, what so game are we playing? Is, this is a rendition. Uh, I have to quote rendition for copyright reasons. A rendition of... <laughs> of uh, um, Dick and Dom's famous in-the-bungalow game... Uh, it's called originally called Two Word Tango. Two Word Tango. Yeah. So um, play along at, at home or wherever you're listening um, if you want to. But um, basically, Simon, what's going to happen now is um, I've found some royalty-free uh, tennis music, um, which we can also use uh, in public, and you know we don't have to pay for a license. Uh, and uh, basically, I'm going to pause the music um, in various interval intervals. And before we play, we we start the music. We're, we're going to decide a category. And okay. when, I, when I pause the music, we have to take it in turns to name like something from that category. Go on then. So I'm with you. Uh, as a quick example, um, I don't know. You could you could do something like uh, herbs and spices, you know, and you could just go back and forth. Herbs and spices. Yeah. But let's not... That shows our age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally probably just know paprika, so... That's, uh... <laughs> I know but, but... I know coriander, because my wife's told me to get some today. Oh, okay. Well, there there's we your reminder. There's there my go. reminder, um, indeed. Yeah. Brilliant. But we won't do that, because the list is too exhaustive, and I will lose. So um, <laughs> we're, we're going to play some tennis music, and basically, as, as the song goes on... Well, it's not a song. As the music goes on, uh, I will make the pauses faster. So, like, so you have to have, think about them quicker. You have less and less time. Great. And basically, okay. the person that flags first loses. So we'll do a couple of rounds, see how it goes. Go on, but, then. Um, first, Let's go. First Let's go. round. And uh, guys, get stay in the culinary headspace uh, because we're going to do some uh, soup flavours. Soup okay. flavours. That's, that's the first one. So shall I start? Is that okay? So, yeah, go on. And you okay. start. You have the advantage. Okay. Here we go. I need it. Um, here we go. Tense music. Any minute now. Tomato. Minestrone. 
Carrot and coriander. Vegetable. Minestrone. Did I say yeah! that? <laughs> you lose. I said that one. Oh, no. Nightmare. I was going to um, go with pea and ham next. I, I, had a few, nice. I had a few in my mind. I like it. Oh, Should have gone for oxtail. Should have gone for oxtail. Oxtail. Yeah. Have you got you got one more in you? Yeah, go on. Yeah. You, do you want to do a, think of a category? No, you think of a category. All right. Let's, let's do straight, easy, fruit and veg. Fruit and veg. Okay. Fruit and veg. Here we go. go you on. start this time. Carrot. Banana. Tomato. Apple. Kiwi. Tender stem broccoli. <laughs> Aubergine. Nice. Let's go. Let's go rogue. Come on. Let's let's go okay. like yeah, rogue. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Dragon fruit. Oh, nice. Passion fruit. <laughs> oh God! I can't go rogue. Papaya. 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 You win. You win. <laughs> round, round of applause. Oh, there you go. You There's much. one to play if you're ever bored. Um, as bored as we appear to be. So, um, <laughs> I feel like you've been very, very kind in almost letting me win well, the chance. It's, it's also just becoming increasingly clear to me that I just don't eat exotic food very much. So it's just like yeah. carrot and courgette. That's about courgettes, about as. Hey, courgettes. Courgettes good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's just not particularly out there, is it? And paprika, clearly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway. By the mouthful. Listeners, let's. let's uh, you know a bit about who John is already, yeah. which is Ace John. Just mm. uh, let's let's wind it back in to the theme of today. Yeah, yeah. That the the game was vaguely themed because there was music in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's there true. we go. Yeah. Uh, but John, why don't you why don't you say a little bit about yeah. who you are in a bit more detail, but also why it would be a good thing mm. uh, to talk about worship with you? Okay, brilliant. Um, I don't know the answer to the second part of that question. No. Uh, so. Yeah, so as a trainee vicar, I guess um, one of my real hearts that uh, God has given me uh, is for uh, his church and how we do church really well, um, what that looks like, and particularly uh, in kind of a postmodern um, culture. Uh, and I guess if you're going to be posh, post-Christendom, so I guess post this kind of um, particularly kind of where life is really structured around church and how that works. So um, that's one of my, my real hearts, um, I guess. Um, in terms of experience in and around worship, it's, it's something, I guess, similarly to like what Mark was saying last week, um, been in and around that kind of world for a little while. So I play three musical instruments. Um, I've never been asked to lead uh, worship on a trumpet, but, you know, I, I, live, I, live, in, I live in hope. But, I mean, I would love to yeah, see it. It only comes out at Christmas, you Come know. On, so, um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so uh, I play the trumpet, keys and guitar, and I've done that in secular context, done that in, uh, in church context, and... Um, I think it's um, it's a really important topic to be discussing. I think as uh, we as Christians kind of live in a culture where music is very uh, consumable, it's produced at a quick rate, and how we look at the heart behind that, um, and also how we help people feel included within it that might not 
be necessarily be particularly musical um, or whatever and actually help people understand that worship is much bigger uh, than just that. So that's kind of like my heart behind it really and looking forward to unpacking that today. Yeah, I mean, if you say to um, the majority of Christians who, what is worship? Yeah. Um, I think that they would, uh, and, and to some extent we still have this within us, like mm. the sort of historic um, looking at what it is and that yeah. familiarity around what it is. Familiarity is probably a better word than historic. Yeah. Um, but we would naturally think, oh, worship is singing mm. in a church building, worship songs yeah. to God. Yeah. And so Mark and I last week uh, explored that that is absolutely an integral part of what is worship. Mm. We see littered throughout scripture uh, songs of praise, which would have been sung and prayed, uh, played on the, the harp and the lyre. The Psalms are those. They are, yeah. they are songs to God. So mm. the singing of words in adoration and praise to God is, of course, worship. Yeah. But we explored that worship can be broader than that. Mm. and is broader than that when we think about our whole lives being an act of worship as I say about God to God and for Mm. God Mm. would you say that you um, agree with that that worship is more than the singing of songs Mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning Um, and and if so kind of what that looks like yeah brilliant yeah that's really good Um, yeah great kind of introduction i guess for for you guys um last time and yeah i agree um it's definitely more than singing and i think for me um the real like crux of of worship i guess is because we we all have an individual relationship with god and so part of that is becoming who we were fully are who we were fully are who we fully are um as an example uh, my wife's an artist so um if we can cultivate a space in the life of church where she can um I don't know, do a, do a collage of her uh, response to a particular situation in life or um, what what that prayer might look like in her head visually. And that's really helpful as an example. Um, all sorts of things like that. That might be another example of how we help include people in. Um, but um, one of the key verses that we're looking at in this particular aspect of worship is, um, is Romans uh, 12, uh, verses 1 and 2. And um, uh, I kind of... Um, I'll just pull it up so I get it right, but um, I know it more or less. But uh, <laughs> um, it says this, it says, uh, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies uh, as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And then it goes on. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect uh, will. Now, um, obviously, Simon, uh, we, we're we not talking here about actually, uh, you know, um, sacrificing our bodies in a really weird way. It's, it's, it's this image, you know, it's this image of actually like, every, you know, our whole lives, everything we have being laid down and saying, actually, this isn't, my life isn't about me, uh, it's about God. And it's using that imagery of um, the Old Testament when people offered sacrifices to God as worship. Um, and, that, and how that looks in our, in our whole life, really. Um, so that's what we're looking at today. Uh, do you want to touch on anything in response? 
Yeah, the, the verse says to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. So yeah. that is the whole of oneself mm. in that way in which you live and embody the aspects of life that are particular for you uh, with your personality, your context. Mm. Um, and, it, and it's a joyful thing. It's a joyful thing because in all mm. that we do, in the way that we live, we have the privilege... And we need to view it as such. We have the privilege to offer back to God, because God is the one who gave us life in the first place. But we have the privilege to offer back to God as a living sacrifice, mm. um, worship to him in all we do. So that isn't that mm. when we're walking to work or to college um, mm. that we're maybe singing. That is that when we're in college, when we're at work, when we're with our families, we're yeah. at the gym or wherever we inhabit, we, by the way that we are living, by the sacrifices that we make, that we have the privilege to do, mm. we are living in a way which honours God, and to continue yeah. the verse, holy and pleasing to God, because this is the true, this is our true and proper worship. Mm. Yeah. So that, those verses make it so clear that mm. worship is a whole life expression and then it's a privilege that we can step into yeah, that whole life expression. Of that's life. right. And I guess that kind of a, a little anecdote for this that um, don't, I wasn't I wasn't faultless in this anecdote. But um, funny story I remember is that I was um, I was driving around Liverpool. So I currently live in Liverpool, and um, I was driving around. Uh, I think yeah, I think it was on a Sunday, and uh, it was a red light, and um, it turned green, and the person in front of me was a bit slow moving. In my humble opinion, so um, <laughs> so I honked my horn, and uh, it terrified this poor lady uh, who had just come out of the cathedral um, <laughs> from a worship service. I, I don't know who this was, so they can remain anonymous. Um, but uh, I could make out from her um, from her lips. She, I bless her. I shocked her so much that she was like impatient, <laughs> and uh, I was like. Um, it just kind of, and don't get me wrong, maybe I was a bit impatient, but um, you kind of see this this difficult, um, I guess, and to use a posh a posh word, a, a juxtaposition. Oh, nice. So different different attitudes, I guess, of like they've just been in church singing about a God who loves people, and um, and and is patient, and all of those things, which I was not patient. But then, um, within two minutes of walking out the door, had um, admittedly in shock, but had basically told me how terrible I was. So um, you see this dichotomy, I think, um, in, in uh, and we don't all get it right by any stretch. Um, and I think this is the challenge for us, is actually, is what I sing or what I do in church, do I then take that into my day-to-day -day life? Um, a famous Christian writer, uh, songwriter called Tim Hughes, um, uh, if you've heard of him, then you've heard of him. If not, don't worry. Uh, and um, <laughs> and uh, basically... He said this really good thing there. He said, if, if our worship of God doesn't pour out into the streets, then it's become very self-indulgent. Oh, come on. Um, I love that. Can you just repeat that? I can. Uh, it wasn't me. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if our worship of God doesn't pour out into the streets, then it becomes incredibly self-indulgent. Um, so that idea of um, actually what, what is the heart, a bit like what's been spoken about on uh, various other podcasts and um, online church as well. What's the heart behind what we're doing? And um, as we as we step into a moment with God, is it actually changing the way 
how we serve others. And that Jesus, very poignantly, um, is asked by religious leaders, um, what is the greatest commandments? And Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And I've always just found it really interesting that Jesus can't separate the two. So he's asked, mm. what's the single greatest commandments? Um, but then he replies with two. And you almost see this um, relationship that you can't worship God without loving others. Mm. Um, so that's where the real heart, I think, comes from uh, for me. Um, yeah, and I, I guess why justice becomes integral uh, to our worship of God. Yeah. I mean, we, we're going to move um, mm. on to talk about sort of different ways in which we can worship creatively in our lives, yeah. um, both within the context that we inhabit, but also within the collective that we may be a part of. Um, but what you've just said there, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbour as yourself, fits mm. perfectly with that Romans passage, mm. doesn't it? Because mm. it is saying that we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. That is both to God saying, yep. my life is yours. The way in which I live is yours. Guide yep. me in the way that you want me to live. Uh, place me where you want me to be placed. Yep. But then it is also, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to those others, your neighbours, your colleagues, your friends, your families, mm. um, and show them who Jesus is. Serve them. You know, yep. One of the values that we will come on to in a few weeks' time, um, our final value, mm. serve locally mm. and so this all ties beautifully in that's yeah so right. go on john so no, and that's that's exactly it now, as i'm sure we go through this series guys you'll be becoming increasingly aware that all of this stuff is closely connected absolutely absolutely yeah so um we want to think very practically what are the ways in which we can creatively worship you've just touched on one it'd be great to speak into that a little bit more uh, to do with justice yeah um but yeah g give us a few flavors of what it might be for us to worship creatively with our whole lives. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and just just to you know um, say at the beginning, no one has absolutely nailed this. Like, I've got some really good ideas. It doesn't mean I implement them all. <laughs> so um, uh, basically, it is that idea of like loving God and loving uh, neighbour. And um, I love that stuff um, that that Paul says uh, in one Corinthians thirteen. He says, "If I do X Y Z but don't have love." then I'm just a noisy gong. Basically, you're just making a big racket and there's no kind of substance to what you're doing. Yeah. So for, for me, I've got a real heart um, for um, a biblical, so according to the Bible, reason to do social justice. It's not just doing nice things for nice things' sake, but doing it because God loves each and every one of us. Um, so whatever that looks like. So uh, for me, um, uh, something I've done during, I've lived in Liverpool for six years, just a little something I do is um, I try uh, where I can to... to um, to chat um, to, to people that are, are on the streets uh, in a very relational way. So, um, and you know, this isn't supposed to be like, I'm definitely not, you know, a super like savior person or anything, but just getting to know them and trying to remember key information. So, you know, where they're from, their story, their name, Keely, um, all, all of those things and actually be begin to develop rapport um, is just an amazing thing. And even, even small steps guys like, um, you know, I'm not saying you have to like spend loads of money on, on food or anything, but even so, something so small as looking someone in the eye when you talk to them uh, completely can, can change their day. And they do remember, and that relational aspect um, is amazing. Um, what, what local things around you are already doing good stuff, um, and how can you bring uh, the love of God into that? Um, people want to see that our lives as Christians, um, you know, 
it's shown as well. Um, so that, that's a really good way in actually saying, yeah, God, I want to serve you with this, with my life. Um, I always find even little things like if I've had a really good meal, I'm like, yeah, pre- thanking God for it. Because you know what? Like, God, God made the paprika. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the aubergine. And the aubergine. And, yeah. you know, those two go wonderfully together, right? incidentally. But, um, <laughs> but um, I think. But, um, you know, actually, like, it's, thank- it's just thanking God for those things all around us every day that we might take for granted. Say, like, you know what, God? I woke up today and I had a warm night under a roof and I've got breakfast. Like, that's an amazing thing. And the breakfast tastes great. God, thank you for making food taste brilliant. You know, it's one of the, the great joys of life. Oh, all man. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, the, so there are kind of creative ways I'm doing it. And as I've touched on already, really, for me, it's when I'm driving at the minute is what God has been challenging me on. Like, I'm by no means like an awful person or whatever, but I basically, because I like to live life on the edge, I don't really give myself much leeway on my commute time or whatever. So, but it makes me irrationally annoyed of everyone else's behaviour on the road. You know what I mean? It's like, you're wasting my time. You're, wa- you're in the way. And actually, like, so I just say it and I forget, actually, the way I behave. It's just important to love people um, in those little day-to-day things. And even, like, those things like, actually, um, where, where can I afford to buy fair trade? Or and think about those people, actually, my day-to-day choices affect all over the world and because actually you know that's what god calls us to do is to love everyone even if they don't see it and that's quite remarkable really how about you bro i love i love the i'll just comment on yours first um but i I love i love the what you're saying Mm. um is how you would naturally live your life that's right uh, with, with maybe a few intentional things so for example actively going up to speaking to people who are Mm. lonely or homeless um etc yeah but you naturally what you do Mm. making that an act of worship that's right so as you say there you you wake up in the morning and god thank you that i had a roof over my head tonight thank you for this thank you for that praising god in those moments as you get into the car and we will all pray for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> please, please do. But you know, in those in those moments, yeah. what does it look like to to worship? Therefore, we could just go through the day, and when we get to work, when we get to college, mm. when we get to whatever business we're doing, um, mm. what does it look like in those spaces to inhabit the joy of Jesus, to give thanks to Jesus for it, but also to serve those people that we are interacting with. That's right. And so actually it's not, worship creatively, it's not adding to our day to day. It is just intentionally using the actions of our day to day Mm. in worship to God. And just doing each one a little bit differently. And I I love that because I think whenever we, uh, whenever we sort of feel like there's a kind of a, a new way or a new perspective of looking at something. Yeah. Um, if you've been a Christian for some time, I think instantly you think, okay, what does that mean that I have to add in mm. to life? What does that mean I now need to be doing extra mm. because of this thing that I really feel God's placed on my heart? Mm. But what you're saying is so releasing because it is in the day-to-day, in the ordinary moments, mm. I am spilling that worship like the Tim Hughes quote, mm. out into mm. that day-to-day walk mm. in life. 
Mm. Um, some some ways specifically for me. I mean, uh, I, I I try to do some of the stuff that you've said. Um, yeah. By no means is every single action in my day uh, yeah, fully yeah. worshipful. You know, I need to be uh, more mindful and more intentional of that. Um, there are a few things saying that that we do kind of add in um, as slightly more intentional things. Mm. Uh, so, for example, we try, uh, and by no means is this, is this daily, but you know, a couple of times a week, to kind of gather as a family and just say what we're thankful for. Um, maybe as we're running over the day, as we're sitting around the dinner table at night, mm. um, one of the kids or my wife Hannah will say something, and we'll just try to stop and say what. Well, Let's say thank you for that. Yeah. Let's worship in this moment for what has already been or mm. what is going to come mm. kind of the following day. Mm. So yeah, a, a lot of where I'm at in, in the sort of season of life at the moment is probably to do with sort of family worship. How do we worship creatively as a family? Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, take, really it's cool. taking those moments. Yeah, I love that. And I, I, absolutely brilliant. And I think it is those moments that, actually, like you say, um, uh, I, th- I think I was, uh, the only thing I was going to add is uh, uh, sometimes you'll hear Christians say like uh, following Jesus changed everything and that is so true but th- this is really what it means like when it says everything they don't just mean oh it changed my um, 10.30 till 12.30 on a Sunday morning it changes ev- changes the way you look at the world and yeah. um, and for me actually that's what what kind of actually convinced me to to stick at the the Jesus thing was that actually like um if 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 this stuff is really taken seriously it can actually be a lot of fun um as well and it's it's such a daring exciting way to live and don't get me wrong we're all on this gradual kind of you know on this journey with with different aspects of it but um but where everything you can look at or or experience or do is you can ask that question how can I give God glory in that moment? And it just makes, I just love thinking creatively about how to do that. And, um, you know, uh, so there's, there's so many ways that actually, yeah, following God just gives, gives another dimension to life, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So we've chatted today quite a lot about um, what it looks like for us, just to give a bit of a, a plug as well. In, in all the collectives, when we gather together, Mm-hmm. Um, sort of on that sort of cycle of the the times when we gather together in different ways, but we do try to outwork yeah. creative worship in the way that we do that. So often we will sing, but often it will look like um, a different way of worship, a different way in which we can give thanks to God. So um, in a in a collective that's um, sort of got children in it we may think about what it looks like to worship together as a family in creative ways um as you say you know your wife is very arty so what does it look like to Mm. worship creatively through art through spoken words uh through writing through service through justice Mm. so by no means is the conversation that john of i john and i have had today the extensive and exclusive list i thought thought we did quite well (laughs) (laughs) we certainly gave some good tips only kidding Um, but please do please do come along to the collectives whether that's the online collective in the online space or the the physical collectives the in-location collectives that we have and explore what it might be for you to intentionally take a moment to do something worship uh creative worship but then, as you say, that Tim Hughes quote, from that place, from that place of gathering, what then does it look like in your everyday, every moment 
to be worshipping God as we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and as we love our neighbor as ourselves. Yeah. Next time that we gather together on the podcast, we're going to move on to our second value, which is to love generously. So I do hope that you join us for that. But John, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. And don't forget uh, to follow us on Instagram uh, if you haven't already. Yeah, um, come on. Church Collective UK. That's it. That's right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Got it. I think there's a Maybe. dot in there somewhere. Maybe it's churchcollective.uk. <laughs> but you'll find us. Yeah, we're on there. You'll find yeah, us. Yeah. Great. <laughs> God bless you all. Thanks. See ya. We invite everyone to play their part as we worship creatively, love generously and serve locally. Amen.